I don't know why you don't start the record every time, John. I don't know why John does what he does sometimes. Yeah. John just does it. It's like that, uh, yeah. what's that uh, That movie, freaking Adam Sandler, is it mm. Big Daddy? Yeah, maybe. Where mm-hmm. like, we wasted like the um, the surprise on you, like the happy birthday surprise. <laughs> we waste the happy birthday oh. surprise every time we get together and we start talking because we don't hit the record button. And then once it goes, all right, John, go ahead and record. And then it's like crickets. freaking crickets. Yeah. Like everybody's staring at each other like <laughs> somebody else going to go first. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, well. Jen was just talking about stipulations that he's gonna he's gonna have once we get a big contract with the I don't know whoever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I just want to know that there's certain things that I'm gonna want right I'm not a diva or anything like that I'm just saying (laughs) and what what did you say earlier Reese's peanut butter or something Uh, yeah I'm just saying there won't be Reese's pieces in our dressing room there will only be peanut butter M and M's. Oh, you're going for the off-brand peanut butter and okay. uh, peanut yeah. butter candies. So in this okay. dream, because yeah, M and M's is the off-brand. It is in <laughs> this dream scenario you're thinking of. We're sharing a dressing room. Is is that what's happening here? No, I'm just saying in all the dressing rooms. Oh, you're just going to make sure that yeah. ours okay. Reese's pieces right. will not be allowed <laughs> in the building. Mm. <laughs> Look, if it was good enough for ET, it's good enough for me. Yeah, you know Whatever. what? I feel like saying like, what if like, uh, well, speaking of like how crazy things actually get, right? So there, there are. Like some of these rappers, right? They they're getting they're getting they got a lot of like not just rappers, right? I'm just saying that people that are like the artists, they the have, artists, they have right? A lot of yeah, no green M and M's. They get right. crazy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like what was the dude? What was the dude we saw over here at uh, the uh, what was it? The Frontier Fiesta cookoff we did. Who was that that artist? And one of his things was like he wanted like like three or four, it was like. Eight bottles of Cristal, and he he wanted whatever. It was all this quote, whatever. And the last thing was like, and I want fifty. I want like ten boxes of condoms. He's on a, he's on a college campus, man. You're like, dude. Oh, this Frontier dude. Fiesta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're talking about the it's that rapper that believes in flat Earth. Mm. Oh, okay. I didn't you know. Talking about I, I can't. We, we talked about it on the show before. Uh, I know I that can't remember him. what episode it was, but yeah, it's him. He he believes the Earth is flat. Well, he wanted like. A crazy amount of box of rubbers. I'm like, dude, you're just me slaying college girls. Like, dude, like that's not that's not the image you <laughs> want for a barbecue cook-off for one. But uh, this dude was like, hey, whatever. I'm getting paid. I'm gonna get mine. Yeah, whatever. Apparently, a lot of his. I get. I guess he did. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he gave him away or something. Uh, Here, to all of his friends. Yeah. I, I did see uh, uh, earlier today. Rich O'Toole tweeted out that whatever the backstory is, I don't know, but that I guess Pringles is now. Like a Texas A&M thing, they're going to start, I guess, selling Pringles at the stadium, or there's some deal. I, I don't know what the story was. Maybe Rich, if you ever hear this, and we'll tweet this out to you. Um, I don't know what the deal is between Pringles and Texas A&M, but it got me thinking. If Texas A&M is Pringles, then what other organizations and schools or whatever? What what are they? What would be their chip? Yeah. What would Longhorns? Chip of choice. What would the Longhorns be? Like now, I don't know. Like. <laughs> I don't want to say because they just. I don't know, but Pringles suck. So yeah, good thing you're not Pringles. I was thinking I I don't like Pringles at all. Good thing you're not Pringles, uh, Texas. I was going to ask you like, what what is the worst chip? Pringles. It tastes like cardboard. Worse? No, yes, they're bad. Sun chips. I'd rather eat sun chips all day than Pringles. Pringles are awful. Are you serious? They taste like. It's not even the chip. It's like compressed. Like they shouldn't all be the same shape. Potatoes are not all the same shape. It's not right. There's something wrong. 
It's like they mush it all together and then form it into a chip. It's yeah, just they, gross. They chew it all up for exactly. you. Exactly. Somebody's pre-chewing that shit. And then they form it into a nice little <laughs> curvature chip. And then you can have fun with it. You can turn it around. You can stack like it like duck a duck lips. bill. Yeah. Boom. It's okay, gross. look. Kids having fun. Okay. I, I don't... I don't I, don't think they're the best chip. I don't think they're the worst chip. I, I'm not eating sun chips. Not eating those. And there's look, I, like I can anything go, baked, anything baked chip. Not yeah, a, not, not eating you. Okay. I go into my house and I can I can pull out the the big variety yeah. pack, and you can literally determine yourself what the worst in your household chip is in right, my household. Right, in your household, yeah. And it's always the the multi grain. Yeah. Cheddar baked sun, sun chip or whatever it is. Right. I would still it's, rather have that. I, I eat those. I eat those. Yeah. yeah. I'll take those. Mm. I'll take those too. Yeah. What's the best chip, real quick? Just right off, off the bat. Go. I guess if I'm just buying one, it's probably going to be like barbecue chips or something. I don't know. Just mm. basic barbecue. Yeah. Maybe ruffle. Yeah. I don't know. So you're if we're fine. sticking, you only there. have one. So I'm you're just done. saying. John, you're done. You're, barbecue sorry. ruffles? That's one. That's just one. If okay. we're sticking in the college football realm, would. Um, I don't know. Would Alabama Alabama be the barbecue Lay's? Chip? No, dude. Or the regular Lay's? No, bar- they're they're like a white sauce, so they're like <laughs> I don't know what they are. Sour Alab- cream and onion, right? <laughs> yeah, Alabama's like maybe sour cream and onion. It's a really good chip, right? People like that. Chip. Yeah, it's yeah. consistent. I don't know. Yeah, we may be going off for the rails. I'm just on this saying the best. You what, think? What is what is uh? Um, it's chili cheese Fritos. Okay, I'm sorry you messed it up. I do like you those. did not say it. It is what it is. What about Funyuns? I, nope. love I don't like fun. No, I they're disgusting. Fun. They're gross. Yeah. They're great. They're, yeah. they're down the bottom. Are they, they're you like, like some... I, I used to like them as a kid. I don't really care for them now. I, they're, they're okay. Yeah. Is it okay. like... Are they like some California team? Like, I figure Funyuns <laughs> be like Oregon, Oregon State. Or, or, is the O? No, Oregon would nah. be some kind of like no, healthy it, chip. It's it's yeah. Maybe it's the yellows. Like, yeah, no, it's a deep fried onion. Like it's like Arkansas Kansas or something. Or I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's a potato. Anyways, that's Idaho's got to be the regular Lay's. Yeah, a plain potato chip. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Idaho, with your plain <laughs> vanilla football. Right there goes all of our Idaho listeners. <laughs> Just kidding. And welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, guys. Hey, this has been <laughs> fun. Uh, these are very informative uh, lessons that we are teaching you. Uh, teaching. You learn a lot of stuff. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah. Canola oil, mmm, <laughs> chips, yum. I, I guess it is. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, listen, the the, the, the ritual tool tweet or whatever it was. Uh, I th- I think it's here. Here's the deal. Write in. Let us know what what team a certain chip would be, or what what your favorite college uh, team chips it would be, or whatever. Yes, yes. Right? Write in or just leave us a message and we'll yeah. play it. Love it. Yeah. So, how's everybody's week? Well, Every Whitey's weekend. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. The W's. Uh, let me rephrase this here. Yeah. If I rephrase it, let me drink it. It takes another drink. Mm. Uh, yeah. I had to work Father's Day, so I didn't I didn't get to do much. Uh, that sucks, man. It was all right. Did the kids reach out to you? Uh, yeah, I pretty much heard from all of them. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. It really feels good. I like that. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I heard from... Uh, I, I did hear from all of my kids... Uh, different platforms and such, right? Well, that was kind of odd. Right. Uh, I did text my son. He texted me like it was like nine nine o'clock at night or something. He he didn't even he was he just made it home. He'd come by the house. I was there. We just didn't see each other. Didn't say anything. Mm, that's so, nice. Yeah. You know, he said, yeah. "Hey, I'm home." I said, "All right." He goes, "I'll I'll, I'll catch you. Let's let's hang out tomorrow. Let's have lunch." I said, "Okay, sounds good." 
So oh, it was how good. was lunch? Oh, we didn't have lunch. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> what is? It's my. It, look, it's not a big deal. What is the worst platform to be told? Happy birthday on. I, I would I, think a congratulations, happy Father's Day, happy birthday. What's the worst platform to be told on? I would think right now, like Facebook, just seems it's nice. Or tweeting, I guess if you were to do a tweet, hey, happy, happy Father's Day, you know, on a tweet, a Twitter, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. <laughs> a Twitter. A hey. He's a Twitterer. Yeah. At so Jan Dad underscore. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Yeah, that would suck, <laughs> I think. Uh, uh, Facebook's good. Uh, I just think Facebook is like for friends and like family, right. but like the best of the but not immediate family. Yeah. But immediate, it's social media, right? Right, right. You say, it. Yeah, yeah, it's a social. Yes, I get that. But that's not where you should, from your immediate family, you should you should see it maybe like more on a personal level. That should right? be like the bonus. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. You need to hear from him either in person or worse. Right. Case, Call. Phone. Yeah, yeah. Something. Hey, Pops. It's nice to see right. him on Facebook, but that's not where you yeah. want to see it first. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. All, I know, is, all is. I know is people if, people, get busy. if people forget about Father's Day, it's like, it, eh, whatever, you know, it's not right. that big a deal. You forget about Mother's Day, though, uh, there's yeah. hell to pay. Right. You well, know what I mean? That was the thing. It's like, uh, Father's Day is like the twentieth. Uh, it's number twenty on the list of favorite holidays. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Arbor Day beat out Father's Day. Right. Mother's oh, Day is like number three or two, <laughs> right behind Christmas. Uh, yeah, Christmas one, Mother's Day second. Yeah. I, mean, I did ask my wife. Or I was just like, we do love all you mothers. Yeah, I, I did not get that uh, questionnaire to vote on that. I don't know where that questionnaire <laughs> is being sent to, but uh, uh, I guess if they didn't you get my two cents. Yeah, no. It just went to wives. Yeah. It's probably that <laughs> same group that uh, created that whole Father's Day gift ideas. Yeah. They're probably the ones that still vote on probably what the best holidays is. Well, well I want to I want to call out my parents here because I want to see if they're actually listening to this episode or not. They got me for Father's Day kind of a nice polo shirt. It's one of those like stretchy kind of dry fit ones. Nice. That was cool. And then a container of like unsalted mixed nuts. And I was kind of like well, I was like, okay, you know, the shirt's fine, for you, right? but why did you even get me? It's like a Target brand like thing of nuts. Yeah, I, I would love that. I, I like, eat that shit all the time. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Get that keeps on giving, Clark. I but I was just like, why? Maybe well, it's because like you've been losing weight and all this. Like, this is kind healthy. of a healthy little protein snack. No salt, no whatever. Like, I don't know. Your parents are awesome. Don't talk bad about your parents. I appreciate you trying to justify it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think they're great. You know what goes great with mixed nuts, though? The crab and brisket. Beer review. What do we have here today, guys? I'm James excited. brought something. What do you got, James? Oh, I, I get the introduction. You here. brought the beer. You get the introduction. Okay. Uh, well, we have another one by Martin Housebury. <laughs> Can we do I, anything I else besides Martin? Is I this the last the one of the year? Uh, I don't know. HEB uh, only I think sells it's Martin the House. only one that is sold by HEB. Right. Yeah, John. So, uh, but what got me, and they obviously did this on purpose. It, it's their marketing uh, gurus over there. Um, Wrap this can, uh, and the name of this thing is Our Pet's Head Are Falling Off. That's not the name of it. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's our, a pet's double... head, our Pet's Heads Are Falling Off. Right. Yeah, it's you a double IPA. Right, Eight... yeah. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. No, it's... Our Pet's Heads Are Falling Off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's definitely got uh, Petey from... Dumb and Dumber. Correct. Uh, yes. Along with the baseball cards and the uh, marbles, so... Uh, definitely got the dumber, dumb and dumber vibe. Got the orange and the blue, uh, signature colors with the, the suits that they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, super awesome. I mean, that's what sold me on the cans. I was like, uh, I gotta buy it now. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll post a little picture slash video of this can because this is one of my favorite cans we've gotten. This thing is pretty freaking hilarious. Pretty awesome. Uh, so check it out. We'll, we'll post it all over the place. And while I'm going, I'll go. It's a nice little uh, IPA. It's eight eight percent. I'm not. Maybe I'm starting to like IPAs I'm saying, just like a little it's bit. So weird, right? You know why? It's the time of year. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I, think it's, I think it's it's the hot. It's you're so. The fruits and vegetables are coming out right now. People are eating those already. You're eating more oranges and watermelon. It's just it just flows. Know. Like IPAs, I used to always feel like I was licking a pine tree, but mm. this this isn't bad. This is pretty good. Is there orange in this? Like, are you guys tasting a little orange? I think in this there's one? always yeah. orange in IPAs. I think IPAs. that might be cutting that a little bit. You know? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the solid like 7.0. Oh, okay. Well, let me go next because I, I was thinking 7.1. Dumbest score. So. <laughs> people could, like, you just keep doing That's this. That's a rookie score. He keeps going the point. You just can't do it? Like, you just deal in half numbers now it's or a, whole numbers? It's a grabbing the brisket score. There yeah, it is. He gets, <laughs> that, he gets that response from you, you and that's get, why he does it. Okay. Right. You're feeding I'm sorry. It. I forgot. It's been a while. I haven't said anything for a long time. It's like, true. But we're still going to keep doing this? Right. He keeps doing it. I thought if I quit, he would quit. I guess not. Okay. I, I give it a seven Touché. one. It's a very IPA, but like you said, not real like piney. It's got a little mm-hmm. orange flavor in there, cutting that a little bit. I like this. Like I would drink more of this if James had given me more than half a glass. Mm. Uh, I would have drank more. There's another <laughs> whole full one, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I, I'm gonna give it like a. I'm gonna go seven six. I think this is good. This is probably the best IPA I've had. This is pretty good. Wow. I like okay. this. Yeah. All right. I'll drink it again. Yeah, I actually may be right there with you, John. It, it's a very good, very smooth beer. The, it, the bitterness, I mean, there's there's some bitterness there, but it's not... It's in a good way. It's in a great way, right? This thing just finishes so smooth. I mean, I, I'm literally drinking a light, uh, a Miller Light, right? And, and switching over to this beer, and I'm like, easy. Right. No problem. I feel like we're evolving. Are we evolving? I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were seven six. I was seven six. I'm a seven. I'm like a seven five, seven four. I'm gonna say seven five, seven five. I love it. Hey, yeah. we're all kind of in the same ballpark for once. You there know? it is. There yeah. it is. Hey, it's a grabbing the brisket. Beer review. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, play some commercials for you to listen to for your ear holes. Mm-hmm. Pay the bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, so ahead, so we have uh, Robert Rocha with uh, So Smoking Gooder podcast and also um, Bullhorn, Bullhorn Barbecue. Yeah, competition team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of a big deal down here in the Houston area. But before we jump into that, let's get into the hot off the grill barbecue news. Mm, nice. I like the way that sizzles. Yeah, that sounds good, right? And I don't have a bunch for us. I just have kind of a little recap. The barbecue, uh, the Denver Barbecue Festival apparently was a huge hit. They had like 60,000 people come through. So if you're a listener in that area and made it out to that thing, we'd love to hear um, how that went. Yeah. Yeah, drop us a uh, voicemail. We also, will definitely yeah. put it on the show. Uh, it's At the end of this week, we're going to have our GoFundMe up, grabbing their brisket. <laughs> Would you stop? I'm being dead serious. <laughs> we're going to have our GoFundMe up for grabbing their brisket. And here's the deal. I'm not, we're not dying. Right? None of us are dying. We, we don't. We like beer. We like barbecue. We, we just like, want some money. We like hanging itself. out. But if you want to fund us to go to these awesome places, great. Send us 50 cents. We'll go buy some beer money with it, right? It doesn't matter. But it'll be up. We'll let Just you know where it cents. is. That's right. 50 cents a 50, day. 50 cents a day. You yourself can sponsor a grab in the brisket. Sponsor an idiot. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm putting uh, it out there. We're going to listen next year at this time. We're, we're going to be in Colorado. Is that where that was? What'd you say? Uh, yeah, Denver. 
We're going to be in Denver. Mile High Stadium. At Mile High Stadium. And we're going to be there reporting and, and cooking and having all this fun time, even though you couldn't be there. But we're going to come right. back and tell you how it was. Like, where's John Elway at? I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> then, then I'm going to try to throw a football when I'm in, in that stadium. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a football farther than you. That's right. So. All right. So the only other little bit of news I have is that uh, apparently there are going to be four to five new barbecue television shows that are going to be on like mainstream mm. media for us coming okay. this fall slash winter. And I tried to get more info on that, and he was like, "I have nothing else." Like that's all. This is just a little, a little teaser. Who, who did this I guess. come from? This is from Kel Phelps, uh, which is our sponsor of the segment, Barbecue News Magazine and the MBBQA. Um, yeah, but that's all I got. It's just enough to make you go, oh, I okay, want more. I know, but here's the deal. Like, do, do I need to tell Kel, like, Kel, I need to interview in one of these shows. You. You think he's got, like, the, the pull to get John? He one knows of these? people. I, I I'm telling you does. right now, he does know people. If you want to get in and try to get your ass on one of these freaking barbecue shows, then you better get down and you better start subscribing to the MBBQA. This is how you're going to get in. This is how you're going to get right. on TV. Follow I'm just saying. Too. Right. I'm just right. saying. And then also, we'll give you Kel's home phone number and keep calling <laughs> okay. out. Okay, we're <laughs> done here. And that's all we've got for Hot Off the Grill. Barbecue News. I love it. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, hey, so just a brief little thing real quick. Um, we are having some problems with our with everybody is, right? It's not just us or me or whatever. High gas prices, high electricity rates. Everybody's being plagued with these problems. Like, I, and I'm not gonna. I'm not here to give you like a like. This is what the the solution is, right? There is no solution. I, I can't give it Everybody's to you, right? Everybody's feeling squeezed. Inflation's gonna go up, or it, it's gonna be cut, or I don't know how that works. We're gonna go into recession, whatever the case may be is. But here's the deal. I did. I'm not gonna name any names, right? But I did perform a walkthrough today at a gas oil company oil company facility. I can't give you more than that, right? I can't tell you. I, how many letters it has in its name or or whatever. Can we guess? If we guess but, it right, will you? I would say, I would be like, yeah, you're right. Maybe. I would maybe say something. But here's the deal. I did walk by, and listen, this is like a, like a compound they have here in Houston area. But I did go by their facility, and dude, they were having a fucking party in that really? place. Dude. And not like a normal, like, like it's like a party for the people type deal. Right. But they're just right. They're bringing in like ice creams and popcorns. Really, people were playing ping pongs. Did and you like, drop off a sponsorship packet? That's <laughs> no, I all I wanted. I didn't say anything. I was like out, they're I, ramping up. I wasn't even allowed to go in. Everybody's getting busy. Everybody's getting raised. No, this is in the corporate. Oh. This is like in their corporate buildings oh, okay. type. This is in their their campus uh, facilities. But here's the deal: if they're having parties, like why? I was like, why are y'all like jumping up and down? Why are y'all like so jubilee? And, I, and then I started thinking. I was like, oh. Gas is like eighty dollars a gallon. Fucking gallon of whatever. <laughs> no wonder y'all are jumping. Right. No wonder there's a circus line of 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 caterers coming in. Right. You know, and yeah, hey, you should have dropped off a sponsor pack. I they can take, afford it right now. I was gonna take a video. I'm like, this, like, oh, this is this is where our this is where our yeah. dollar nah, bills are headed. Do that, then no, then no, you get canceled. I don't want to get canceled. And I'll tell you something else. You know what? You you got to spend your money. It looked like everybody was so happy, though. I was like, "Damn, I want to work here. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy like right. this." Well, that's kind of Southwest like whole thing. Like they, they, they give back to the employees, right? Yeah, like their whole thing is yeah. you serve your internal customers, and they'll serve your external customers. You know what I mean? Nice. Like okay. your internal customers being your employees. Yeah, so yeah. You take yeah. care of them; they'll take care of everything else. So I love that. Like at their headquarters, I mean, it was 16 years ago when I was there for training, but they would have a deck party, which is like they have a big patio that overlooked like where planes mm-hmm. were taken off at the field. 
every single Friday, there'd be people out there getting turned in, up. In Dallas? Yeah. Like, it's a party every Friday. I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah. I don't know if they do or not. Like, it may have slowed down for the pandemic, but I... Southwest does not understand. mess around I own, when it I comes to that. I don't understand why 16 years for you, John. Like, do you, are you like on? A, are you banned? Did you do something a long time ago that? Re- no, I just never made it back up. I would like to go back up. I'd like to take my kids up there hours. just to see it. But I mean, it's a 45 minute flight. I yeah. can get on for free. But I would like to go back up there and see because I know a lot of stuff has changed. But it's yeah, just, it's haven't done it. I will leave you with this: like when you say you have somebody servicing your internal customers, I really have the vision of okay. getting a um, colonoscopy or blowjob <laughs> because colonoscopy but I don't know how that factors like he services the inside but how does that affect the outside no internal customers you, internal you take care of your your employees okay they're going to take care of your customers sicko <laughs> what's wrong with you get, yeah. get it together bro <laughs> okay um all right i think we've got uh rob ready we have a, a awesome guest an awesome show planned for you. We have Robert Rocha from So Smoking Gooder Podcast Show and Bullhorn Barbecue. Hey, Rob. Hey, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to shoot a little shit with us. Man, I'm excited to be here, guys. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm super stoked about this one. It was like three or four years ago, James was like, hey, you got to check out this this podcast, So Smoking Gooder Show. It's about barbecue. And I'm like, That's awesome what the hell was a podcast like i didn't right. know what the hell it was so but it was definitely the first podcast i ever listened to and definitely kind of i think pushed us into the direction of uh trying to do our own thing right 100 percent. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah you doing your thing uh laid some groundwork for us even uh attempting to do uh our, our thing a little bit you know well i love what you guys are doing with your with your podcast and your show you guys are uh becoming tiktok famous which i love i think it's great and uh i love the fact that you guys are a group doing this thing it's it's uh it's fun to watch that's for sure yeah i appreciate it yeah some of those social media platforms are just so kind of fickle it's like it's you uh we really focused on instagram for a a while uh as i see jam over here making fun of me uh but we focus on Instagram. Instagram and Facebook was our our, our deal. We're like, okay, we're going to target this. This is what we're going to go after. And it, it was just there. It was just like, no matter what we did, it, we were just okay. And then TikTok came around. It was like, okay, let's, let's, hey, I was like, John, hey, have you seen this, this app, TikTok? I mean, my kid's like enamored with right. it. Dancing. Yeah, but yeah. hold on. There was also a lot of things like, well, like, because at that time, like it was like, don't get on TikTok. China owns. You know what I mean? You're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. There was this. There was some of that. There was yeah, this stigma sure. about the it, virus. and you're like, do we download this? They have facial recognition. Like, like there was all this. You're like, what the? F- am I? What am I worried about? Run. Like, you gotta risk it for the brother, brisket. I got like 50 million photos of myself on every other platform out there. <laughs> like, what am I worried about? This one thing? Uh, I'm dumb. Right. Yeah. So I said we jumped on there and and lo and behold we we hit a video that I mean went viral and then mm-hmm. uh, and then you hit another one that does okay and then you do one that you you're really proud of and you spent like hours making <laughs> nothing happened thousands of dollars 100 views a hundred <laughs> yeah. plus views you're like I think I'm just gonna quit yeah I retire <laughs> I'm right right. So, I'm, I'm in the same boat so i'm trying to figure this tiktok thing out or the algorithms and what they are 
the the most viewed thing I have, which is probably nothing to you guys, it's like twenty thousand views, and it was just some random BS that some guys were playing Wii golf at the American Royal. I'm like trying to plan these cool ass videos in my mind. Probably not as cool as people think, but uh, I'm thinking these are cool. These are neat. I think people want to see this kind of background things. Right. And the randomest thing I did was like film two guys playing Wii golf at the American Royal, and I got twenty thousand views. I, I just don't understand it, and uh, I don't know if you guys understand it yet. But uh, no, yeah, it's no. just some random bullshit. Uh, there's no yeah. rhyme or reason, and it doesn't matter. Like what you, I think the biggest thing is be consistent. But whatever you think is like this is not going to do anything. That's the one that's going to blow up. What's the what's the like throw. Throw something against the wall and see if it sticks. Right, I think exactly. that's really the the mentality you have to kind of have. And to be honest with you, the, the more production value and everything that goes into it, you could raise the stakes and, and maybe get a lot more views from from that way. Maybe, but, but I but you could not, right? And I but I, I do see a lot of times the randomness to your video as far as like something that nobody's really ever like obsc- something very obscure probably would do really well. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like throwing actually paint against a wall and just watching it just drain down for thirty minutes may get you right. Right, if you had posted, a million views, if you posted you know? a picture or a video of a, of a brisket at the American Royale, there was probably a hundred of them going out that day. Yeah. you posted right. golf, so someone was like, "What the hell?" And then right. it just takes one share to the next That's share, right. and it just it is what it is. Yeah, I, I think one thing that they, I guess we have been focusing on, and a lot of people as well, and maybe you should too, as Rob. Uh, People love hearing other people comment on other shit. That's true. Yeah, do the little duets or whatnot. Yeah, the little duets where you see some video and you're like, hey, let me jump on here and comment on this guy's brisket video. Or let me get on here and jump on and comment on this guy's like shitty-ass video. And, and you make a couple of like comments, and they say, you know, people are like, Everybody loves I love hater. that. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. Lo- I do love y'all's uh, brisket professor videos. Those that, are great. Those was- are great. Those are fun. And... uh I see you trying to like give props to these guys, but occasionally you're like, "Yeah, what the hell are you doing?" Here? Right? What's going yeah. on there? We try yeah. to be nice, but yeah, yeah. try to be honest at the same time. Well, what's the one that like? There's one video that we have that has garnered so much attention as far as views wise, and it was the hamburger it, thing. Some other dude making a hamburger. I'm sorry, <laughs> he ain't from. It's he's like this dude's like Austrian or something. This is not an American hamburger by any means. Uh, but didn't have American cheese on it. Nope, yeah, it no, it did not. It looked like, it looked a, like, it looked like a hockey puck. <laughs> it, no, it's not. It looks like a pale, yeah, it uh, bad, slimy. It was it, not good. Listen, if you view it, the, if you see the video, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that one got duetted, and I was like, somebody goes, <laughs> "It's like four this, million this, views." Or yeah, something. this dude sprayed. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a tube of. Of sunscreen, it, it's but it's like a mayo or something. I, maybe it might have been mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. I said it, preparation H. It, right. Preparation H, and yeah. that thing just I know something yeah. so dumb. But if you watch the video, you're like, well, I could see why you said that, or right. I could see why that looks like sunscreen or or whatever. Well, like you said, the whole brisket professor thing was just another one of those throw it at the wall and see what sticks, yeah. and it just happened yeah. to take off. So we kept doing it. That's one of right. the most uh, random things I've seen, my buddy Aaron Leslie from Texas Old Dust, he did this uh, simple video where he showed how to put foil or, you know, you guys have done competitions, but you know, the foil in the box where you kind of put the foil in the bottom of the box and shape it. And then, uh, that's how it is. But, but he, he, what he did was he put foil and just laid it on 
the box and then he put another box on top of it and just slammed it on it and it was like so simple it was perfect i know it's 3.9 million i'm making that video tomorrow yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) like are you kidding me at the time he had like dude it's at two hundred thousand views. This yeah. was, you know, a month ago. Now I just looked at it. Just right now, three point nine million. I can't believe. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it's just like like you said. You just throw something at the wall and see what sticks. And and that's how it is on this social media thing. And, and but I love it. You know, I love figure. I'll figure it out maybe one day where I'll have uh, more than a twenty thousand view we video. Uh, what y'all's most viewed? Uh, TikTok. I, I think the uh, ham- hamburger yeah, one we're like, referencing. I think it had four point one million views. That's amazing. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, I'll send that you over amazing. an autograph or something. It's it's no big yeah. deal, right? You're so dumb. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So look, hey, it's not about the grab of the brisket. It's about the so smoking gooder, and it's about the bullhorn barbecue. Uh, we want to get to know Rob Arocha. And am I saying the last name correctly, Rob? You are saying it. Okay, hundred percent correctly. Uh, we want to get to know you and and how you got into barbecue, That's right. your brand, and, brother, and the whole brand that you're you're bringing uh, to the table. Because uh, honestly, like we're we're fans and uh, we've competed against each other. Uh, I yep. think you you've kicked our butts a little bit more than than <laughs> we've kicked uh, your butts. Uh, uh, but we we know you you. You win everywhere you go. I mean, grand champions. You have so many grand champions and reserve grand champions under your belt. And you have so many, like, different cook-offs that you've competed in. And Mm -hmm. and the American Royale. And and, uh, I know you've been on some of the biggest stages out there. So we'd like to know a little bit more about you. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, It's been a grind, man. It's not uh, what you see now is not how it began this has been a long grind i used to be how i got started in barbecue i'll start from way back when it was uh i used to be part of this big team you know we had this one event that we did every year and it was a big deal to us it was at the texas association of first responders which i still do i did that in in april of this year but at the time i was part of this uh, big team and we had a, uh, a you know you guys have done this kind of thing with yeah. um, chasing more smoke where you had a bunch of teams in one spot we had 10 spots in one event to where you got 10 10 entries so you got to be 10 chickens 10 ribs and 10 oh, wow. uh, briskets but this team would not let me cook any of the meats i was <laughs> i was this money guy at the time you know you you know kind of what you guys kind of do we're it. all outgoing we all know how to attract attention to ourselves and at the time i was just the money guy for this team so i would do a bunch of money you know garner a bunch of sponsorships for this event that we did once a year and uh the only thing i was allowed to cook or they let me cook was this seafood entry and i gotta tell you boys i was badass at this <laughs> like eight years in a row that's awesome um but at the time i was just getting tired of it you know i was like bringing in all this money for this event not getting to cook and we weren't that good i mean we we would win occasionally get a walk or two but again we had 10 injuries so of course you're gonna hit in yeah, a couple yeah. of these things somebody will get lucky <laughs> yeah you're gonna get lucky at, at some point during this time but uh i remember at that time, uh, Barbecue Pitmasters was starting like in 2012, and I'd been part of this team for like four years, and, or probably longer than that. 
but again, I wasn't, I wasn't a cook. So I wasn't like cooking any of the brisket or the, or the ribs or the chicken. And, um, I told my buddy Tad at the time, I was like, man, this is what I want to do. I just want to go out there with a pop-up tent. Cause Tad had a pit. I said, let's bring your pit out there and let's just see what we do. And so we, we started, you know, doing that thing. And at the time, I was a big tailgater. You guys know, I know Brian, you're, you're a cowboy yeah. fan, but I'm a big Texan fan. And we started tailgating when the Texans started back in 2002. So we were always called the bullhorn tailgaters. Oh, yeah. And the reason why we're called bullhorn tailgaters, because we used to drink out of this bullhorn before events. And so we would drink out of the horn for luck, you know, hoping we would win and whatnot. And that's how we became the bullhorn tailgaters. So it was naturally uh, just became bullhorn barbecue in 2012 when we started this new team and um, it took us a little while to get going but uh, that year was 2012 the next year 2013 we grand champion that that event the, the texas association of first responders nice. with that team that had their 10 spots we had two at the time and um, we wound up grand champion that thing so it was it was fun for me. It was great because we, you know, we had to walk in front of this team I love <laughs> to, that. to go and, and, and get our awards and whatnot. And it just validated what we were trying to do. And, and that's how <clears throat> that, so 2012 when we started, but really 2013 is when we became Bullhorn Barbecue and we started doing a lot of content and not, not even a lot of contests at that time. I think we were doing probably eight to 10, which seemed like a lot, you know, which one a month. Now I'm doing, you know, 32 per year. So um, it's, it's different now, but when I started, I thought, man, I'm doing a lot of these things and, and this and that, and I had success early on. And, uh, and then I had a lot of drought, you know, where I wasn't successful. So, but it was just fun to, to start and to do our own little barbecue team to where we had, you know, at the time, actually, we still had a, a group, a group. So kind of like what you guys were doing, we had, you know, five guys that would come out there and, and do our thing and you know we had to you know hey which which brisket do you think is best right and everybody would cook a brisket and this and that and we were trying to choose and it just became a big mess right mm-hmm. uh, eventually you figure out who's real serious about this kind of thing and and who's not and you know the guys that showed up at you know six o'clock when we've been there since 11 you know those kind of things kind of weed them out and then eventually it just became me and tad and eventually it just became myself and uh, me and my wife now. So that's, that's the way bullhorn barbecue started. And, and, uh, it's, you know, we haven't looked back since. So it's, it's, it's kind of fun to look back at those days when these guys wouldn't let me cook at all to, to now I'm like instructing barbecue and having this podcast that I do a barbecue show in and contributing to the barbecue scene. So I'm real proud of what we've done and what we've done. And, uh, again, I, I, I love the fact that you guys, invited me on here it's great dude that's such you know there's so much there's a lot of similarities in there with things that you've said just a minute ago and things that i think a lot of competition or competitors go through that same type of you know i mean it's like we we like same we used to cook with chasing more smoke we we we, we don't cook with those guys uh i still like the guys we i still hang out with the guys i wish them luck uh uh, all, all the time, and those guys have been GC and left and right. I mean, they they are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, uh, they are. Um, and you know, we we we've taken a back seat to a lot of the the cookoffs here, probably in the last couple of years with with COVID and everything else. I do see us probably getting back out there a little more. 
um, and, and and competing a lot more. I think this last was it earlier this year we did Austin. Yeah, the Austin rodeo, and that I'm that not going to lie, that was that, fun. that kind of brought in a little a little extra. You know, gives you that itch, right? Yeah, I was like, man, I'm ready to, I'm ready to really compete right now, and uh, we, we did get lucky enough to get called, kindled that fire a little bit. More. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah. yeah. You and, said 32 a year though. I, at first, I was like, oh, that sounds great. And I was like, fuck, that sounds like a lot of work. Like, yeah, it's so right. much, it's right? Dude, I was thinking like maybe a dozen a year would be like. And I got a story about that later, but yeah. y'all can continue what you're doing. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like you know we 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 had practiced and we all, listen. We're always practicing. We're always trying to get better. Uh, we're always cooking and competing against each other uh, a little bit. Uh, but we were very common, and we're we're only going to produce a protein of brisket, a protein of chicken, and a protein of. We're we're, we're not going to have ten different ones that we're doing or three different ones that we're doing. Right. We're like we're consistency is the key, and we're trying to be as consistent as possible. And I think it I think it showed a lot on that first cookoff we did this year with Austin Rodeo. You know, hundred and. 89 entries or 190 plus entries and we, we walked out with fifth place chicken that tells me that you know obviously on that day those judges were were digging what we were putting down right you know uh and i that that right there sparked i was like oh damn it i right i'm really <laughs> wanting to, i'm wanting to do 20 of these right now just take Let's one just walk go. right yeah one rock it does up. I'm the greatest cook alive. It's like golf, right? Yeah, you hit that one shot. That, that guys, was uh, honestly, you know, I'm, I'm in, I live in this competitive barbecue world. That was a huge walk for you guys because I remember I was driving back from a contest. I don't remember where I was, but I remember those event, those uh, awards were on Sunday, which is different, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm driving back from a contest and I'm tuning into the awards and I was so proud of you guys. That was awesome to see you guys get that call because that was, uh, a big ass contest, the Austin Rodeo, and and you guys. I, I remember seeing your your awesome pit. Oh, you yeah. know, y'all were showcasing it that weekend, and then to hear you guys get a call, I was super proud of you guys. I Man, that was awesome, uh, and to have a call in that field, in that venue with that many teams out there was pretty awesome, man. You guys should be definitely proud of that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah we no, no, we are, we are, and we actually had. I mean. To be honest with you, we actually had hopes uh, when, when we went in there and the way we executed. And there was a few things with, with, <laughs> with the ribs, uh, the brisket, you know, whatever. The brisket actually was top. It was a top 20 brisket, uh, I think, or top 21. Out, out, out Somewhere of the, in there. Um, but it's always the protein that you don't think is going to be the best. That that's right. The best. right. I don't we, understand that's it. That's true. And, but, but we were very confident. I, I knew our brisket would be... I, I, I was thinking, okay, top top 20 on brisket. As soon as we hit chicken, uh, I was like, oh, we're grand champion. And this yeah, motherfucker, I know, like, it's I know, on now. I know. Like, it's all. Give me, the, give me a fifth place chicken. Should I just stand up here by the trophies? I know, the trophies, right? Because I was like, ribs are a lock. And, but but I, didn't, I knew ribs were good. They just weren't the best ribs that we, we have put out there. And there were issues with them. Uh, I mean, could you take a bite from the bone? Yeah, could you? But there were certain things, there's certain nuances with, with every cook that we do and you do and everybody else. Like you have a method and the way you want that thing to be presented, and we just did not hit that mark. Uh, and I think, you know, hey, it's it's there or whatever else. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking grand champion. <laughs> I, I, but we go into every cook-off thinking we're going to grand champion. We, we don't go in – I don't go in anymore wanting a call. I, I want – 
I want a couple of calls, and I want the round I want number. All the calls. I want the numbers to show up that I get grand champion or reserve. But <laughs> but stupid. I'm just saying we don't go into it thinking like oh, but it's got a call, right? Yeah, uh, I love that, and that's yeah. and that's honestly that's the right mindset. You have to go in there winning, right? Yep. If you go in there and like, oh man, look who's here. Look look at this guy, and oh my gosh, what are we doing here? And this and that, you've already lost. Yeah. So oh, yeah. go in there with that mindset and i'm glad that you went in there with that mindset because yeah that 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 right there will set you up for success versus going in there and saying oh man i mean fred robles is here bill purvis is here you oh, know yeah. phil breeden is here yeah and you know yeah you it makes you step your game up for sure but uh, don't don't go in there and say i can't win this thing go right, in there and right. say i'm gonna beat their ass and i'm gonna i'm gonna prove it right now let's That's go right. That's yeah. right. I mean, we did definitely say some of that when we saw them. They were like, oh, shit, you should see who's here. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, you can't still, help it, right? Yeah. You can't yeah. help it. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we've had all these guys on the show, and they're awesome guys. But I, I want to hear your story. You were saying you had a story about 32 contests a year. Yeah. So uh, me, I, I've been a guy that, um, you know, I do the show. I have, you know, I don't, you guys know me very Y'all, y'all know a little bit about me, but I've got uh, kids that are 15 and 13, and I do baseball. I coach baseball and this and that. And so, um, you know, before COVID, I was a big baseball coach and supporting my kids doing all that, and I still do. But once COVID hit, you know, the, the league started, you know, there weren't baseball leagues or whatever, so we tried to do a little more competitions. Um, and then 2021 came back around to where, Things were opening back up, and I was doing a lot of more competitions because there wasn't no baseball. So the leagues were still not doing a bunch of baseball, and so I was able to have these free weekends to where I was able to do some contests. So I would go out there and do some contests, and I was figuring shit out. You know, I started to win some of these things, and or at least place higher than what i was normally doing i started you know my my chicken came around my ribs came around there was a time to where all three of them were just like hitting and i started winning some contests and at that time when you win contests or you place high you start winning money right and so oh, yeah. <laughs> when you win money it makes it easier to okay well i can now afford to go in the next weekend and this and that and so that's kind of where it went and i remember somebody telling me is like man rob you're doing really well in chicken and i looked up and i was and i didn't realize it but i was sitting in number one in chicken um this was when the cba was going and so the starting and so i was sitting there in number one in chicken and then i was sitting there at number five in like pork um and and so i just looked up and i was like okay yeah, and then my wife real. and i talked and it was like Look, we're sitting here. We're we're sitting here at number one. We were number one in all of CBA, and at the time, CBA was just getting started, so there weren't being number one in CBA at that point was great. You know, you had like the Robert Smiths, you had the Fred Robleses, you had the Bill Purvises, and but Bill and Phil were kind of doing the KCBS kind of thing. So, uh, but you had a lot of these good cooks that were going. It wasn't like it is this year. This year, everybody's cooking CBA. Uh, and I'm sitting in eighth at the moment, but I was sitting there going there, sitting there number one. And I was like, all right, well, let's, let's try and win this damn thing. And, and so I went from doing probably 12 to 15 contests a year, probably once a month, maybe twice a month at best. So, and then to going from that to doing like 
32 to 38 contest and um, just finding myself in this points chase where I never thought I, I remember being this, you know, this show host going, man, I don't understand how these guys are cooking every weekend and this and that is so expensive, all the meat prices, all the entry fees. But yeah, when you start winning a little bit, it kind of makes it easier to continue to do that drive. And then of course your competitive fire just kind of hits you mm-hmm. and you want to, you just want to prove yourself and do this other deal. So last year I finished uh, third overall, you know, Robert Smith came on strong at that time. I remember last year, the guy just could not lose. Um, he was just killing it. Uh, Stacy Brenneman came along and was just doing as well. But uh, yeah, so from going from, you know, 15 to 18 contests a year to 32 and 38 or whatever was just something that I didn't plan on doing. But when you find yourself in this points chase and then you're, you're competing and, and then you have like Robert Smith calling you, Hey, where we're going next weekend and this and that. And it was just fun to do. Um, Right now I kind of find myself in this pivotal moment to where I could actually chase points right now, or I can, just you know maybe chase a category and i don't know what i'm gonna do right now because it's fucking hot outside <laughs> i just don't so want to be out there in the summer right now Texas this weekend down there's a contest where i'm sitting second in pork in a six point and a six series points chase this weekend is going to be 104 105 in houston and the game is going to be like 106 107 i'm like uh, i don't know right I just came, you're like, it's like once you're outside all day, no big deal. But once you go inside, you're like, I don't know oh, if man. I want to go and out And then in a trailer, yeah, your uh, AC works only so much in that heat. Yeah. I mean, it's not like your home AC. You're only doing a, you know, 15,000 BTU deal. And it will cool for sure. Don't get me wrong. It's way better than being under, under a tent with no wind or nothing like that. But right. uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to uh, chase points this year or whatnot, but um, that's how I found myself in a points chase. You kind of look up and find yourself, hey, I'm sitting here okay. And then that's how guys, I think, figure out, hey, am I going to chase points? And you have that, you have that conversation with yourself yeah. and say, hey, do I want to do this or not? Because it costs A, time, B, money. And then, uh, you know, your travel. And right now, the gas prices are fucking stupid right oh, now. So crazy. Electricity rates are crazy right now. Yeah. Don't get caught up with that. <laughs> it's all stupid. It is. Right, right here, now. I, I will t- I, there's a couple of takeaways from this conversation we're just having right now. I, I want to go and just. These are, these are maybe not your takeaways, but these are my takeaways. Are you right? taking notes? Is this yeah, something yeah, I need to write down? Let's things. hear it. Okay, here it goes. Uh, if you want to keep cooking, just win, baby. Just win, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's that. Well, that will subsidize your 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 you're able to, your, your, your willingness able to right. get a next cook off. Right? I'm obligated. You to just keep gotta win. Uh, also, I think you're exactly right. I think guys keep cooking and they keep grinding and they look up and they go, "Damn, I'm eighth or I'm sixth or I'm sitting mm-hmm. first. And if you're sitting first, there's no way you're going to relinquish that very easily. You're right. not giving it up. So at that nope. point, you're like, no, no. You if you want this. Come and take it. So, right. so it, it, my two ways were, were just win, baby, and then come and take it. And come and take it means, hey, this is why you got to chase right. points. If now. you want it, you got to beat me. That's right, right. So, I was going to ask CBA, is it the your top ten contests to use the points for? Is that how it works? At the end of the at the end of the, the right, right, term? right. At the, yeah, the end of the so. year, it's your your best ten uh, for that yes. whatever given. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, full disclosure, I am on the board of CBA. I'm the uh, director of media, which actually, guys, came about to where these guys saw me doing the show, and they said, "Hey, guys, um, we're starting a new organization. Um, we've been watching you. You've been doing well cooking. I know Fred and Roddy. At the time, we weren't like boys or nothing like that. We were just acquaintances and, and competitors." Uh, but they they saw what we were doing, what I was doing with the the So Smoking Gooder show, and they they said, "Hey guys, or hey Rob, would you like to come on board as as uh, one of the founding fathers, and we would like to make you director of media?" And I'm just like, "Hell yes, this is great!" And you know, knowing with what Fred was his vision, we talked. I talked to Fred yep. in depth. I talked to Roddy in depth, and they they explained to me what they were planning on doing. And uh, just being a part of doing what kind of what you guys are doing with this, you know, with your show, what I was doing with my show, they reached out to me and, and uh, offered me this position. And I jumped at the chance for it. So I've been involved from ground zero with the Champions Barbecue Alliance. I think it's a great organization. I think we have a great vision for what we want to do in the future. I think this has potential to grow obviously beyond texas and kind of you know eventually i think we're gonna take over this barbecue scene uh for what we have we have a great scoring tool we have a great um the way we do our judging our judging system and our judging tools are by far the most technologically advanced uh we're introducing a new members tool when is this when is this going to air boys uh, uh, Monday, whatever Monday, the, whatever yeah. day Monday is. All right, so after day. Thursday, so we're introducing a new scoring tool for members that is going to be, <clears throat> which members have never seen. We're going to have, you know, you're going to be able to log in with your member number. You're going to be able to see every event you've done. You're going to be able to see where you lined up on a table. You're going to be able to see um, every event you had at your fingertips. So if you if you lost your paperwork or whatever it was, you're going to be able to log in as your member number. And you're going to be able to build your own page. So, you know, Jonathan, if you had a member number, whatever it is, you're going to be able to go in there and 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 see this. And then you can build it as you want. So if, if uh, you know, Brian went in there and, and looked you up, you'd have, you know, some of your cool ass pictures from events and, and whatnot. This is just a it's it's going to be a great. It's almost like a link scoring tree. tool, which no yeah. one offers. So getting at that the champions barbecue alliance is is forward thinking we are the most forward thinking organization out there and basically i became a part of it from doing what you guys are doing what you're what you guys are doing right now with the grab them in the brisket podcast and your tiktoks and and everything that you guys are doing for barbecue that's how they found me and and i love being a part of it so um yeah. what was the question <laughs> No, no. Well, I was going to say, uh, I don't know what the question was, but uh, I was going to say, I, I really do appreciate the, the transparency uh, that, that this organization CBS, is, is, is yeah. trying to relay yep. because uh, you've been a part of a lot of organizations. And I say you, and I'm using me and everybody as a whole. You've been a part of all these, these organizations and cook-offs and different uh, uh, stuff. And it's like, uh, you 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 lose a little bit of like okay here's first second third boom 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 here we go here's the tickets and like well how did I do like right. uh, I right. mean how how I mean I I 
And James, I, I got to give some shit to you. You just you just now liked my So Smung Gooder Show page. I, I just did. <laughs> I thought it. Get it, James. I'm horrible on Facebook right now. Like I just uh, I haven't been on it for like so long. And, and I was you're like, the one that told me about that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. <laughs> but his thing is, he's like, no, I already smashed that like button years ago. I thought I did. Right. right? <laughs> Apparently, I didn't. I I yeah, just yeah. saw like I opened it up. I was like, uh, shit. Rob sent me an invite. I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing is this shit? How long ago did he send that to me? Yeah. I, was like, I got that earlier today. I was like, James Brian Moore likes the right. book. I was like, really? Come on, yeah. man. Come he, on. He man. invited you I was in like, 2012, shit. man. I've been listening to from I've been listening from day one. I was like, John, you gotta check out this show. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, it's we, we find it, you know, obviously podcasting is is been uh, really rewarding in a lot of ways that I never really thought possible, to be honest with you. One is just mm-hmm. having an outlet, right? Just to get get what's off your mind a little bit. Uh, so we're, we're not strictly, and I think that's what, how we kind of differ a little bit sometimes on our podcast, because uh, we, we do a beer review, and, and we do have this current events right, thing we that we talk about. Snoop Dogg rolling blunts or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. right? So we, we, we talk about when did he pays a guy $70,000 a year or whatever it was, or $80,000 a year to travel with him, and all he has to do is roll blunts. That's yeah, fucking great. I probably would sign up job. for a year. I would sign up for one year for sure. Why not? What a job. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, do you have medical and dental? Yes, I'll take it. Right. But how good uh, are you at rolling blunts? I'm I would like, be really good by the oh, end of the weekend. Oh, man. Right? If that was my yeah. job, I'd yeah. be fucking good. I'd, I'd be, be doing... I'd be doing one with each yeah. hand, right? Yeah, like that's whatever. A, that's a different kind of so smoking gooder, yeah. right? It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like if you got invited, like uh, I I don't know, like we'll we'll just say Robert Smith or or hey Robert Rocha, if, if he yeah. invited you, like you're so good at wrapping a brisket, yeah. Hey, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you fifty grand <laughs> to wrap a year to travel with me forever. Wrap brisket to just wrap brisket. Great, yeah. yeah. If you're looking for somebody, Rob, I can wrap a brisket. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, look this up. That's great. <laughs> oh man, that is great. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Like we, we, so we have been really enamored with the CBA. We have not cooked in it we yet. We keep saying we want to do it. Like this and is the top of the list. We I know. Just haven't I know. Pulled and, the trigger. And, but a lot of guys right now I've seen are 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 chasing points with the Frontier Fiesta. Uh, I think trying to get into Houston. That's right. Yeah. Everyone wants to kind of you know you kind of you get to find an avenue to get into Houston, right? At uh, least in this area, you do. You know, and. Um, Used to back in the day, which I'm not sure if it's that way anymore. Used to you could win, you could win Pasadena and get an automatic invite to Houston, which I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't, I don't think, know if it is. I don't yeah. think. Does that CBA would, have a thing like that where if you do so well, you you might get into Houston? <laughs> not yet. We're working on that, yeah. and um, should be. Yeah, it'd be great. There are some, there are some things coming down the line. I can't mention them yet, but uh, there's some big contests that. Love what we're doing or looking at us, and yeah. and so we'll see we'll see how it goes. But um, you can do uh, the Metro Go Texan events. That's right. I think they're like that's I think what I there's like eight about. of them per year. Yeah. And so if you win, you have to do all eight. Well, I don't know if you have to do all eight, but you have to finish in the top five after the right. eight contest series, and then you are getting a spot. So. No, no, you are, actually, and, and that I, I actually meant to say that earlier. I, I said something different, but I was actually referring to the uh, Go Metro. Yeah, uh, so that's yeah. that's a cool thing to where you can do some of the Go Metro Texans. I think there's one in Minnesota. There's one in Spring Branch. There's one. Um, there, there, there's like eight of them. I don't know where all they all are, but um, yeah, if you if you finish in the top five in those events, then you are guaranteed a spot, and so. Um, 
that's something that I think you guys should do because I think you got to do well in that thing because I don't know how hard it is or how easy it is, but uh, I think um, well the level y'all make yeah I think it's something y'all should look into anyway. Sure, sure. So the I, the competition level is getting harder. Uh, you know, Alex mm-hmm. uh, Castro with Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, how he got into that, Houston this year, and, and that's how he got in. Yeah, and that's Joe, how he's getting in next year. Yeah, and so I, I know I know the guys from Chasing More are, are going to chase these points with with that as well. Uh, to get in, uh, and I do. I, I, you know what? I think if that's your goal and that's what you want to get in, you want to get into Houston. Uh, yes, I, I think they've. I think they ex- actually expanded to twelve cookoffs uh, this year uh, oh, for, wow. for, okay. for the Go Metro. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's an, a, a fantastic way to, to get there and, and compete. Uh, and, and one thing I, I saw that, and I don't know if this is different or not, but Alex got this this last year. Alex got Grand Champion. No reserve grand for the Go Metro right version, but he did not make reserve grand for not the overall. Yeah, over the whatever overall, it is, I don't know what right? the different subcategories in Houston. Uh, I didn't understand that. That was right. the only thing. I was like, well, what's, uh, he what's did kick here? some ass. He got a couple of calls. So. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah, he was up on the final stage, which is that's where you want to be. Like right. you want to be on the final stage it's, with that thing. It's amazing. It's funny. We recorded with him out there this year, and he was like, he did so well. He's like, you have to come back next year. Like he's, right, He's right. got this, this uh, little tick now. Like, you have to be there. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Good luck it. charm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, our uh, fees just rose just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, let me ask you, Rob. Uh, so, uh, I don't mean to cut you off there. Uh, did you got something? No, saying? you're fine. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we always ask everybody in, like, uh, there's a few icebreaker questions that we, we, we asked some of the, 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 the new guests on the show. And I feel like we know you, so we just like just didn't go for those icebreaker questions because we're already like, okay. Uh, but let me go just put it out there. So uh, we always ask, like, first time getting drunk. <laughs> Horrible idea. Uh, first car. First concert. Or first concert. Any yeah. notable story you want to jump out there with? Or do you want to... Let us know a barbecue fail. I will do. I don't know if this is my first time getting drunk, but uh, I think we're all in that same age range. I don't know if that's oh, yeah. true or not. Mm-hmm. 25. But uh, we all grew up in this area. And do you guys remember like Project Graduation? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So high school, right? You, you graduate from high school and then you have this big party at the high school that you graduated from and they open up the gym and they open up the commons area and they, they do this whole thing. Anyway. So we all graduated from high school and, um, to this day, I still don't drink tequila, but this was a a big tequila story to where we were out there having good times and tequila, the tequila shots were just flowing. And I just remember, well, that's one of the words, I probably shouldn't mention because I don't remember, but <laughs> I, I go into project graduation after being at some of these graduation parties, uh, going in there and just passing out in the band room. <laughs> which I don't know how I wound up there, but I remember being waking up in the band room, like the next morning. Oof. I don't remember anything about project graduation. Just, just a moment about it, but that's just funny. being there. And, and that's like, to this day, I'm just like I'm still fearful of tequila. Now, right. if you have some good tequila, it's great. But 
What uh, when you're what, what when you're seventeen, you? eighteen years old, you don't have good tequila, right? Yeah, right, right, right. You're the cheapest. What what yeah, what, what school were you? I went to Northbrook High School in Spring Branch. Okay, okay, yeah, we we were Pearland for us. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we had that deal, and and uh, and uh, yeah, I don't remember much about the project graduation. I remember uh, drinking before, showing up for a little bit. And then waking up the next morning and uh, having to leave. Right, right. <laughs> awesome. That was my project graduation. Yeah. How was story. it? it like was your, all... your parents were like, "Hey, how was it?" And you're like, "It was great." Oh, yeah, I'm just, I love it. You had a great time it. with my friends. Yeah. Right, you know, we got to hang out and all that. We watch movies. <laughs> right. and yeah, all right. that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, yeah. don't remember any right. no. Slap on a trumpet. <laughs> right. I was about to say some poor bastard got like. Uh, Probably like puking his trumpet or his uh, his like <laughs> tuba, tuba's all full. Yeah, I love that. No, that that was that was pretty much uh, what I remember about that. Uh, yeah, that was my um, my story there. As far as a barbecue fail, man, I've had you know probably a few of them from burning grills to. You know, I've never missed a turn in. I am notorious for showing up two seconds before turning but i've never met let me knock on what's, God, yeah. what's your this is not even wood, there you go what, what's your favorite Here's time wood. for turning how about that so uh, my favorite time for turning i don't like to turn in early i think if you turn in early i think you're doing yourself a disservice and i know that we had you know ibca you got a 10 minute window 10 before and 10 after. So there's a big 20 minute window. I don't think you're doing yourself any, you know, I don't think you're doing yourself any, any good by turning in when the window opens. So if you're, if you get a, a 20 minute window and you're turning in at, you know, 1151 for a 12 minute or 12 hour, you know, 12 o'clock turn in, but you have still 12 till 1210, your, your food's just going to sit on a table just sitting there yeah right so i've always timed it to where at least i'm turning in within that 10 minute window behind that so i just think i mean your food always tastes better when it's warm right or when right. it's hot so i don't think you're doing yourself any good by turning in early i think you need to time yourself to where you're turning in at least 10 minutes prior to that because not only when you turn in your food's still going to sit there for another five minutes. So if you're turning in at 10 minutes before the window ends, and then you're waiting until 10 minutes after, and then the food's not going to get delivered for another five minutes, you're sitting there for 25 minutes. Not your to, food's just sitting right. there in a, in a, in a box. Not where to, it's not, yep. Yep. Not it's to not mention being cold. It's not being, it's not being warmed up or it's not being hot or whatever. So I always time myself five minutes before I need to be right. And that, Puts you in some trouble sometimes, but I've never missed a turn in. So I'm always turning in. I'm always the guy that's running <laughs> at the end. Not always, but a lot of times to where I'm like, I never miss a turn in, like I said, but yeah. I'm always, you know, I've been I've been known to turn in with two seconds or with ten seconds, and I don't like to do that, but at least a minute beforehand is my ideal turn in time. That way oh. it's not sitting there. Oof. That's most it's it. sitting there for five to six minutes before it gets into a judge's face. Because yeah. so, I think you're you're just doing yourself 
you're, you're helping yourself, right? You're, right, not, right? you're not you're not hurting yourself at Give that me point. Anxiety, well, just thinking about it. So, so I've always thought about this, and I I, I will say this: uh, if you're going to if you're going to cook and compete, you better go judge at least one time, right? See how the format 100%. happens. Watch it, but don't watch. Don't walk into it and sit at a table and watch it from that perspective. Watch outside and watch how they're lining everything up. Watch how the plates come in, how they stack the plates. Then start realizing, okay, where would I be in if I turned in at this time? So I always think like first one to turn in is the last one to taste because they're going to walk around and they're going to take all these boxes, they're going to divide them up, and they're going to have all these different tables mm-hmm. going across, right? But depending on mm-hmm. how they stack, if they're picking a stack up and bringing a whole stack over and dropping on a plate on, on a table, right? The, the yours last, is on the bottom. Yours on the bottom. So you got to go through eight or ten before they get to yours. Now, maybe not be a bad thing, right? And you don't, second one says, you don't want to be the first one they taste and you don't want to be the last one they taste. You want to be somewhere in, the, in, in that mix. You want them to have a, maybe a bad piece first so they can <laughs> taste, score yours. There's so, much, there's so many random things that go into it. But, but there is a time, I think, if, if you were to look at all the timetables and when somebody turned in and how that correlated into how they did in the competition, I guarantee you, you could start to see a, uh, a pattern. Of, right. of, yeah. of, of, of whatever. And there is a pattern there. Turn so. in on the second half of uh, the yes. oh, for sure. the window That's as right. opposed to the first. first. Right. That's right. right. That, was, that was Jan talking, right? That, that, Correct. Well, I was talking in the beginning. That was James at the very end. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That, no, that, that's perfectly the way I think about it as well. Um, now, with CBA, you only have a 10-minute window. So that kind of eliminates some of the coldness factor. Yep. Um, but I still like to turn in at the very end if I can. Um, and at the CBA, if you have, you know, 10 turn-ins, they're immediately going to the, to the, ter- to the judges. So that's a different aspect. But if you were talking like the old school Lone Star or IBCA where you have that 10-minute, 10 10-minute 10 before and 10-minute yep. after, I always like to turn in uh, towards the end. And exactly what you were saying is right. why. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So, so you're saying the new CBA, as soon as you turn it in, how long is it sitting there on the table before it's being judged? So, if you turn it in and they get ten boxes, yep. they go to the they go to the table. It's immediately. Per- oh, that's they, they awesome. Get, they get they get distributed. That is perfect. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's great. And there's only a ten minute window, so they're not sitting there at all very long to begin with. So, yeah, uh, in the CBA, so if the turn in is at twelve o'clock, say chicken, chicken is at twelve, ribs are at one. Pork is at two and brisket is at three. That's standard. It'll always be the numbers. Yep. So your window for chicken is from eleven fifty to twelve oh oh point oh oh. Once you go to twelve oh oh point oh one, you're late and you're disqualified. So yep. you have a ten minute window at all times. It's Man. different. You gotta get used to it. Right. But yeah. it's but when you do, it's it's great because you know you, you know you you've been in a contest where you have that hour and a half turn in to where that that's a long time right yeah. if you're only doing three turn ins chicken ribs and brisket you have an hour and a half in between you're just kind of twiddling your thumbs you kind of forget about it you're like hanging out with your boys and you're like oh shit I gotta I gotta fuck with ribs again right yeah. when you have that hour only that hour interval you're always on your toes right you, you turn in. Yeah, because you're cleaning and 12, prepping for the very you know, next one. You know, and yeah. in, in, I got to fuck with ribs here in about 15 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. And after you turn in ribs, you know, pork is something to where I, I spend all hour doing. So 
after I turned in ribs, I'm like, all right, let's 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 start fucking with pork. And then after pork turned in, you know, I got a little bit of time to where you got to mess with brisket. But you're always on your toes. You're not. You don't have that lag time to where you're just thinking about other, or you're hanging out with your boys, or you're doing yeah. other shit to where you just kind of forget about it because it happens, right? You're an hour and a half turning, you're doing other shit, and and you know, it's like, oh shit, I forgot to, I forgot to put my brisket back on, right? Yep, yep. It's different. No, I I totally agree. I think that I I do like that aspect. I mean, it's one of those things like as soon as you get done prepping or cleaning up, there's something else to be done. And I, I like those those style of formats because you're grinding from uh, really once you put your brisket on and that's been on for a few hours that morning and all those other categories start coming up that's a that part starts to grind putting the brisket on it at four o'clock in the morning there's definitely a, a, a lull that you're waiting and and kind of you know going through the motions with but uh, I do like the fact that you have uh, a lot of these competitions that. You start having these turn-ins because I'm wrapping at this point on on this this protein. And I'm I'm prepping this protein at the same time and putting it on. Yeah. So uh, I think it just works out. So yeah. So Rob, if they, folks want to see uh, anything Bullhorn Barbecue, CBA, So Smoking Gooder Show, where do they where do they go to find you? Yeah, guys. So you can find me on um, Instagram and Facebook for the Bullhorn Barbecue, which is uh, my barbecue team. You can, uh, that's where I kind of post all of my barbecue photos and whatnot and what I'm doing with the barbecue thing. But, uh, you can also find me, what we do is, uh, we also do a live barbecue show every Wednesday at eight o'clock. You can find us on, it's called the So Smoking Gooder Show. So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and on TikTok. I know you guys are big TikTok guys. <laughs> and this is great. You know, we didn't talk too much about the, the show, but what we do on that show is we promote barbecue kind of like what you guys do with what you're doing on different platforms, like your TikTok, and your Instagram and your podcast, which I love. Um, this is something that we like to highlight people doing different things, you know, not so much the guys that are always doing well in barbecue. We do highlight those guys, of course, but we also highlight some up and coming guys. Uh, like this weekend, we have a, a lady on her name is Amy Young. She does, um she promotes barbecue through rubs she's a big uh rub promoter and she does uh you know she she highlights a bunch of these guys that are doing well in their rubs and she promotes those guys and and uh she's also been all over the country doing these different events like the jack and the american royal memphis and may all the big ones she's been a part of it so we're going to talk to her about her experiences with that and so we just we just promote barbecue just like you guys do and um yeah it's just fun for us we we've been doing this this is going to be our fifth year we're having our five-year anniversary on july the 14th hopefully you guys you can come out we're going to be doing this at the cypress rose hill beer garden we'd love to have the grab them and the brisket boys out there as well uh, for that we'll definitely come out. um I, I appreciate that that would be great if you could and uh so yeah so we just promote barbecue just like you guys do man and, and, and i love the i love seeing which you guys have grown with the grabbing the brisket podcast and the TikToks, It's great. So yeah, so that's what we do. And you can find us on all social media. So smoking gooder show bullhorn barbecue. That's where you can find us. Awesome. I love this brother. Hey, listen, I, I will tell you right now, um, single handedly, right? Uh, James, John, uh, without, without listening to your podcast, uh, you actually 
listening to you and watching you do what you did. I was just in the very beginning. We'll say it again. It actually gave us, you know, like, hey, may, 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 let's do a little something too. The inspiration. You know, yeah, definitely. And uh, thank you so much because you do have a phenomenal show. Uh, and, and, and you know what? Hey, your award-winning barbecue. It's, it's not like, listen, you're not a guy that's out there trying to attempt, hey, I want to try barbecue. No, you've been successful for I don't know, 10 plus years. I mean, you, you, you've been kicking ass, taking names for a long time. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just definitely appreciative to have you on, man. Yeah. And and I'm, and I'll put it out there. I'm sad. We didn't get too much into, or we didn't touch enough into the, so smoking good or shit. I wanted wanted to get more in depth into that. Uh, so we have to have a part do, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Have Rob back on. Let's do it. I'd love a part. Duh. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's awesome. What's hey that? guys, and I want to get you on my show for sure. Uh, it is a live show. It's a video show, Let's so you know, we got to show your pretty faces and mm-hmm. and and do your thing for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, much success for you guys. I appreciate you guys having me on. And what you said earlier about me being an inspiration means the world to me. That's kind of cool. Uh, it's very cool. In fact. To seeing how you guys have grown and and the fact that I was a, any a little part of that is is amazing to me and and it just kind of fortifies kind of what I'm doing so uh, I love I love uh, hearing that and uh, much success for you boys man because it's a uh, it's fun to watch I love watching your your TikToks and I love seeing the brisket professors and all of it and uh, your lives it's all good man and it's all promoting barbecue and uh, I love the fact that we're all Texas boys doing our thing. Hell yeah, brother. Love it. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, boys. Thank you so much. Right. Appreciate right. it. Take Bye. care, Rob. You, you know, uh, listen, I, I love I love really doing these podcasts. I, I love getting to talk to these two to different, uh, unique people. And, and, and tonight uh, was bringing on Rob, man. And Rob is definitely, uh, is definitely a spark for us, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, the Sills Book and Gooder Show – Rob Rocha, thank you so yeah. much, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. We've had a lot of people on that have been like inspirations to us in barbecue and whatnot. But right. as, sure. far as, as far as the podcast goes, yeah. for me at least, this is this kind of it. I mean, this is kind of like the guy that I listened to his podcast. I was like, oh, we need to do that. I mean, we sit around and talk about barbecue all the time. We need we to need do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's awesome. I love it. I love yeah. that it came out and we we'll definitely do it again. Go check out the So Smoking Gooder show. And, I, and I'm they, they go live on um, Facebook Wednesday and, nights. Yeah. Uh, what was the other platform? Do they go live somewhere else? Sure. I I think Facebook primarily, but That's it's like it. Wizzy Nights, eight PM. I think it's Central Time. Uh, go check 100%. it out. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll put we'll put a bunch of links uh, in the description of this episode where you can find all their stuff. So yeah. I, I feel like we just have a jam packed show, right? A jam is it jam packed? Jam packed? Is that what it is? It might be a jam packed. It's a jam packed show. Do we want to hear about what our fans think about Jan? We could. You guys uh, want to hear what Jan, what the, what our fans? I would love to hear what uh, fans think about Jan. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna call it good. Jan's a little bitch. <laughs> that's not. There it is. That's, that's what not our a, fans think of Jan. That's not a fan. I don't know. If that's a fan. He, I'm a fan of him. So I don't, I don't know what that guy's name is, but that's. I mean, I think he said something different. Y'all made that. Y'all made him say that or something, right? But did I? Did yeah. The, uh, I don't know. You're playing. I know what you're doing. You're playing the damn voicemail. Yeah, that dude left us, and I I appreciate it, but like that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. I do yeah. have an actual voicemail from another listener. All right, we uh, got a voicemail coming up, and we also have uh, where I guess we already touched 
on the barbecue news. I don't know yeah, what my brain's like. Yeah, uh, we did barbecue going. news. We're good. Uh, and we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call this a barbecue win slash fail. Let's do it uh, because I like it. So and I want to send this guy something. There it is. Yeah, here it is. Hey guys, this is uh, Greg, native Texan, living in Georgia at the moment. Better known on Twitter as Greg sixty sixty one. Awesome podcast, by the way. Started listening in April, as of May, June seventeenth. I am all caught up. Blew through them, loved it. Keep it going, guys. Feels like I'm in there with you guys when you're when listening. Hell yeah! No Ricky scores for me. Thanks for turning me on to Montucky. Finally got a twelve pack and can't turn it down. So smoke going, guys. That's awesome. Hello, yeah, yeah, shout out to Greg there. Yeah, heck yeah, smoke on, brother. Love that. He started in April, and yeah. he's caught up. He in caught May. Up. That's 160-something episodes at this point. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Can we please send him something? We're going to send him something. We're going to call that the barbecue win this week. Okay. Uh, and he's going to win something from... Suckle Busters, Suckle Busters. Everybody wants some Suckle Busters. I love it. Yeah. Kudos to you, brother. Yeah. Thank you, Greg. Man, that's crazy. Think about that. I love that. I, you know, here's the deal. I, I'm a fan, and I listen. I listen to our shows. I dissect them. I think about how we can get better and what we can do and this and whatever else. But for somebody else to listen, I'm always like, are you sure you listen to it? Like, what? Right. And, and, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. It, it really is, awesome. is. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, if you could go back and listen to each of them again, yeah, uh, we just need to keep building those stats. So yeah, yeah. yeah but actually, yeah, we yeah. were talking about this earlier, and we were like, "Are you talking to James?" I'm talking to both of you. Oh, okay. Uh, we we were talking about he's he's fresh on this, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's listened to all these recently, far more recently than I have, or I'm assuming you have. Uh, what what was your favorite, Greg? Is there any points you're like, "Oh, that's a highlight of this show"? Like, I want to know, like, what do you what do you? Yeah. Think? No, I totally agree with you. Yeah, right. like what what Sh- did you shoot find? us? Yeah, shoot yeah. us your favorite episode. Like yeah, what's or your favorite little story, or favorite, or favorite, favorite moment. Or if John is your favorite, or if he's or maybe number one. I don't know. If you want to right. say Jan, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Let's do this. We're trying to be serious here, Jan. Let's just do this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but at the end of the day, honestly, guys, it's been great talking barbecue with you guys. Peace. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Suckle Busters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, The Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.